It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., and somewhere in North Carolina. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge and Car Questions Answered today uh, for Friday, December 22nd with your host, me, Ray, uh, Zach, the good-looking guy on my left, and, well, Brandon, a.k.a. Mr. Sanity Claus himself. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Sanity, All right, well. Claus is, Sanity Claus is out of a Marx Brothers movie. Everybody believes uh, in okay. Sanity Claus. Yeah, yeah. No, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get that. Either. Pops, yeah. it's good to see you, Brandon. It's good to see you. Go check out Brandon's channel, Car Questions Answered, or CQA Live. Folks, we've got a really special show today. We are going to be doing a fundraiser and the fundraiser has already begun incredible thought incredibly thoughtful contributions have already been made let's talk just for a minute about what we're raising money for and why we're doing it and then we will jump into today's topic which is the fact that the car market has officially flipped and we'll get brandon's take on that as well so to kick things off we are raising money for the massachusetts general uh hospital cancer center that's what we're doing today is massachusetts general cancer that man jeez louise massachusetts general hospital Cancer Center, so I'll pull that up on the screen so we can all look at it. It's Cancer Research Hospital uh, in Boston. Um, the reason we are raising money for the Cancer Center at Mass General is because uh, me and my dad have a very special connection to that. I've written about this. My dad has written about this. If you go on his LinkedIn, um, I lost my mom, my dad's wife, to lung cancer. She died. My mom, Suzanne, died at Mass General Hospital six and a half, almost seven years ago. It'll be seven years in June of next year. And uh, MGH was great to us. It was a freaking terrible time in our lives and incredibly difficult. And the nurses there were kind. The doctors, remember the oncologist dad, um, Dr. Mm-hmm. Lynn and Dr. Oh, man, who is her? Do uh, you remember her name? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Dr. Lynn. They yeah. were just incredible, man. So to, yeah. to raise money for that cause just feels really good. feels really, really, really good. And so we're trying to raise $3,000 today. And I didn't tell you this, Pops. I didn't tell you this, Brandon. But right when I set up the stream yesterday, just so I could test it out, I made my donation um, just to make sure that it works. So we've, we've started with $1,000 that I donated yesterday right when I set up the stream. And I saw when we logged on today, there were $120 of additional donations already submitted as well. So we're raising money today for Mass General. Go for it, Pops. Well, you'll have to, you'll, A, it's, 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 the, the good folks at Mass General are, um, well, just pretty incredible, especially especially when you're on the cancer wing of the hospital. And so many of the patients, as nurses and doctors know, aren't going to make it. And um, so th- that is a, I don't know, I think I described the nurses and the doctors as, as, um, as beacons of light in a time of darkness. It was, they were um, the most incredible people I have ever encountered. Um, And, well, they just do a phenomenal job. So, in my wife's memory, um, yes, we're trying to raise money to donate to uh, Mass General. And I will donate $1,000 once you show me how how to do it. I, I promised to donate $1,000 today as well. I, I said I'd match up to $1,000. i will just donate 1000 How's that? Yeah. 
Sounds yeah. good. Brandon, I, I hate to put you on the spot and you know, me and my dad were very, very personal, very honest. Um, we made a comment the other day on the show saying everyone either knows someone or knows someone who knows someone who's been affected by cancer. Uh, so obviously today we're trying to raise money for a hospital that, that helped us and our family as, as we were navigating it as caregivers. You don't have to get into any details, but you know, do you have a connection back to to cancer? I, I imagine you do, but again, don't don't mean to put you too much on the spot. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, my my wife's mo- uh, mother, she uh, she has had cancer. My wife's sister has had cancer. We've had cancer all in my family. So, I mean, it's it's something that's just is every family's going to fill it at some point. So, yes, everyone in the chat, get out your wallet and give us some money to give to these good people that need it, please. Yeah. Yeah. We really Thank appreciate it. And, and I will make a comment, Brandon and pops, just so you know, we're here in StreamYard. <coughs> I got a cough today still folks. We're here in StreamYard. StreamYard doesn't show the donations as they're coming in. So I just want to demonstrate for my dad and for Brandon really quickly. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. We've had really thoughtful contributions already coming in back over here on the YouTube channel. So I'm going to zoom in as best I can. Come on. There we go. Um, so anonymous, someone anonymously donated $20 earlier in the show. Um, let me, sorry, here we go from Steve donated $5, which we appreciate. Rob donated $20. The Flying Dutchman donated $50. Um, someone else anonymously donated $20. Justin on the Car Edge team. Thank you, Justin. That's incredibly thought kind donated $30. Someone anonymously donated $20. Phil, that's incredibly generous, donated oh $250. Thank you, Phil. Minnie, the Chihuahua donated $20. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh. So we'll we'll be we'll be jumping back and forth here into the chat um, so that we can acknowledge those that have contributed. So please know that over in Streamyard we don't we don't see this Flying Dutchman. Yeah, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, um, Alan. Thank you. Oh no, Mr. Bill. Again, the goal is to raise three thousand dollars today, um, and you can see we're already at one thousand six hundred. And 90. So I will pull this screen up from time to time. We're at 1,740. I will pull this screen up from time to time. It's not that we're ignoring you if you're making a donation. It's again on our end, in our view. We just can't see it today. I will um, uh, try my best to acknowledge all the contributions. Are, are they able to put messages or questions with the donations or just go straight to donation? It just goes straight to the donation. Yeah. Just goes straight to the donation. So please uh, feel free to ask questions in the chat. We're going to try our best to have a normal show. We'll stay on for up to an hour and hopefully... We're already off to a good start. We'll be able to raise this money. One final kind of emotional thing that I don't know. My dad probably won't appreciate this, and I probably should ask. But I'm going to share it anyway because he does it publicly. Um, Brandon, I encourage you to read these. I encourage everyone. My dad posts a, a tribute to my mom every year on the anniversary of her death on LinkedIn. Yeah, Dad, I'm feeling emotional too. But we're real people, and it's freaking beautiful. And I cry every time I read these. And um, yeah, I just encourage everyone. You know, we're real freaking people, guys. Um, so this is the biggest, most impactful thing in my life that ever happened. I think for my dad, very similarly, we're real, man. We put it out there. I got tears in my eyes. I imagine he does too. Today's an important day. Go read that stuff. It is so freaking powerful. It is so beautiful. It's way more important than anything we ever talk about here about the freaking car. I, I, I am not a real person. I am Chet GPT incarnate. <laughs> and yes, I, I have a blurry vision at the moment. Uh, yeah me too man i'm so glad you write those it's beautiful brandon i encourage you take take a peek later on all right let's switch gears and brandon you're gonna have to do the talking here initially we we compose our time let's not talk about car market let's talk about something else i don't want to talk about the car market i'm tired of car market (laughs) (laughs) you gotta give a bit of a car market man 
What's the title? What is that? What's the title of this, uh, <laughs> this uh, live stream? Car Who market is flipped. Okay. Car market is flipped, man. Car market is flipped. Let's spend at least a second there, man. A second. In case maybe someone's new to the channel and they've never heard about the fact that the car market flipped. What have you been seeing, man? We've been watching your videos. We've been tuning in. Kind of seems like we got the same message right about now. Things seem different than they did, I don't know, even a couple months ago, right? Yeah, so the easy thing that I can grab is wholesale prices. Wholesale prices, you can see it in the data. That's what you guys look at. I see it at auctions. And what we're able to see is that even in our price point, which is $5,000 and under, which should still be crazy, crazy, crazy strong, um, we're we're able to buy more vehicles right now. We had, I think, 60 to 70 cars maybe uh, a month and a half, two months ago, and we're sitting right at 100, if not a little bit more than that right now, just because we're able to buy pretty much what we want to buy when we see it at these auctions now because the, these dealers they're they're not raising their hands on a lot of this stuff and um it's great for us because we're trying to load up for tax time right now um and a lot of times there there would be segments of the the dealer population that are at these uh, auctions that want to do the same thing as us and we're not really seeing other dealers doing a whole lot of that so um so wholesale prices are down. They're absolutely down. That's what I'm seeing. And uh, I feel like it's going to continue until we actually start seeing tax checks, these tax refunds come into the market in mid-February. So um, we still got we still got two, two, three months of downward pressure on the wholesale market um, and on these dealers, really, until they actually get any kind of relief and makes me happy. I want the market to not be good because that means I can buy more cars and I can sell them for a cheaper price. Are you, and Pops, I will come back to that, to that comment in a second. Go yes. for it. I was going to say, so, so if I, if I hear you correctly, um, all the data that we've been reporting has been accurate. Yeah. Even, even more so I feel like, and now, I mean, I'm in one, I'm near Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm in one segment of the country. Um, I mean, I'm seeing that through the data you're showing like 1% down every week, which is a massive, massive number. Um, but, uh, as we see it in real time is almost like there's a cliff when the seller realizes, Hey, we got to get rid of these cars and we just dump them for whatever they bring at auction. And I don't feel feel like we're to that cliff with all sellers yet, but there are a lot of them that are that are doing that right now. And we're getting like 10% off, 20% off of what we were buying these vehicles for. Um, so I think the drop is going to continue. And I know that Cox Automotive is not going to want to display a a 5% drop after Christmas in one week of wholesale prices, that would not be good. Um, so it, it might be that it's just, they trickle along this, uh, this data, even though there might be some big whoosh here in the future. Did, did, did you hear, I have heard um, that NADA in for their January book is going to reflect a six and a half percent decline in wholesale values from its December book. I did not, but I'm not so I'm not surprised. That doesn't surprise me at all, especially just with what what we're seeing. And I'm I'm supposed to be in the strongest segment of the market, and it feels like when me and Alex are standing at these auctions, wa watching these cars, if there's anything that we want to buy, if it's if we want to bring it back to the lot, we can buy it for uh, an amount now that we can actually sell it for. So, wow, wow, it's uh, of course it's it's not happening in in our viewers' neighborhoods. Uh, <laughs> based on all the comments that I see all the time. And, right. And, but it really is, it really is happening. Um, there are a lot of people that don't want to believe that it's happening, 
but it's happening when when CarMax reports earnings and they show that their that the average transaction price has dropped a thousand dollars quarter over quarter, that's a significant price decline. That that indicates that prices are coming down. When Cox reports that uh, average new car transaction prices uh, or gross profits are are down to $3,500, which is about $1,000 below what it had been, that indicates prices are coming down. I understand that a lot of viewers don't believe that they're coming down enough, but it's better than prices still going up. Um, y- y- the positive in there is that the prices are lower than what they had been. And even if a dealer isn't necessarily advertising a lower price, doesn't mean that you can't negotiate a lower price. And and here's the thing. Here's what uh, what we're seeing a lot in our comments, because I'm getting the same comments you guys are. Oh, you put, keep putting out these headlines, but nothing's <laughs> changing where I'm at. I don't see prices coming down where I am. So the thing about it is what people are seeing is that, okay, this $20,000 vehicle was $30,000 during the craziness, and now it's down to $25,000. And they're like, well, it's still high, so prices aren't coming down. No, it's it's all, I mean, you have to barbell. It's all from where it came from. Yes, prices are coming down. No, they're not coming down as far as you want them to. And you know what? They might never come down to where you actually want them to come down. But yes, prices are coming down. We're going to get to some form of normalcy. We're going to get back to seasonality of of what the ebbs and flows of the car market are. It's not going to be where you want it. There's not going to be a crash, and that's what everybody wants, and they want to see that, and they want dealers to go under. And if the economy gets worse, yeah, that might happen, but it's it's going to take a massive, massive recession, depression for car prices to get absolutely hammered because they're still – there's no used car inventory on the new car side. We can have that argument used car side. There's not inventory. And, and, and if I may, and one of the first things I learned when I got into the car business in 1977 is one of the truisms is the price that the dealer asks for any car is always more than what the customer thinks it should be or would like it to be. So I don't know about pre-1977 because I wasn't in the car business then, but I've got to assume that even pre-1977, customers felt the price of cars were always too high. So whether the prices come down, they're never going to come down to the point where a customer's going to be satisfied. It's just the two don't go hand in hand. They just don't. I wish they did, um, but they don't. So ever since people started selling stuff, the asking price has always been higher than what the buyer would like it to be. And the buyer's always going to complain, well, you're asking too much. You're right. Let's let's be real though, guys. I mean, we are seeing incredible downward pressure on certain brands. And I'm going to now flip over to new cars. I'm thinking Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Brandon, and Pops. That is one brand that, you know what? There could be a crash in prices because what's happening? Dealers have six, seven, eight months worth of inventory on their lots. The OEM isn't really supporting the 2023s anymore that are still sitting there that are costing them money. What's going to happen there? Someone's holding the bag on that. And it's the dealer. It's the dealer that's feeling the pain of sitting on a 2023 Ram 1500 for over a year 
cost them five grand to sit on it for that. Like, you know, to me, there are certain niche pockets of the industry that really could experience like a pretty dramatic price recession or price correction. Maybe it doesn't crash crash, but I think there are niche pockets like whole, uh, full size vans, for example, in the wholesale market, they went up in value. Now flipping back to used cars, whole, uh, full size vans went up in value for like a year and a couple of weeks, like every single week. Wholesale prices for yes. full-size vans went up every single week for well over a year. And it was during this time of people thinking, well, why would I you know, rent a house when I could just live in a van? Like There was a huge push towards that. And now what have we seen in the past seven weeks worth of data from BlackBook is a nearly 25% decline in wholesale van prices. That's a crash. I, don't, I mean, it's the largest, wholesale, uh, largest decline in value of any segment. So I guess what I'm, where I'm coming from is I think niche, mar- niche segments of the market are seeing crashes like 25% in seven weeks is freaking huge. Even if they did go up 60% over a year, like to me, that's a crash, no matter how you slice it or dice it. That's a crash. What do you think? Well, I mean, go ahead, Brandon. Well, I mean, you have to define a crash. Like if you look into the housing market too, 20% is a crash. That's a housing, that's a housing market crash. Right. But if you look at Jeep Ram right now, I mean, the, you can get 20% off of a Ram. Right now, you can go. We have advertising, and, yeah. And we're saying uh, prices are going down or whatever. And people are like, "No, there's they're 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 not going down." And literally, if you compare that to a to a housing percentage, then that's a crash. So it's all about perspective. And people are wanting prices to come down 40 percent. It's just it's not going to happen. I I concur with that, and 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 it all goes back to what I said just a moment ago. The price is always going to be too high as far as the customer as far as the buyer is concerned the asking price is always going to be too high the the reality is the asking price can be whatever the hell the asking price is the bottom line is what can you get that down to will they negotiate with you and today there's a stronger likelihood that they will negotiate with you over the pricing than 60 days ago, 80 days, whatever it is. I mean, people, the the dealers can ask whatever they want. It's what they settle on. It's what they actually get that matters. All right. We're going to take a quick break from the show to jump back over to the donation tally. And holy cow, would you look at that, gang? We have hit our goal. (laughs) Let's say thank you. Let's. Let's go back through and uh, thank all the individual contributors. But our goal today was to raise three thousand dollars, and we just our goal was five five thousand five thousand three thousand three thousand five thousand. Like we said, five thousand. The goal yeah. is now five thousand. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. The yeah. goal is now five thousand, folks. We're trying to get to five thousand. Let's come back up here and just wow, Mrs. Car Questions. Thank you, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, thank Mrs. You, Car Brandon. Questions. Answered that is incredibly kind. Let me jump back up here to the top. Bear with me. Yep. Oh, no, Mr. Bill. Thank you again. We had an anonymous contribution. George K, an anonymous contribution, an anonymous contribution. Chris Massey. Thank you, Chris. Car questions answered. Incredibly generous. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Mrs. Car questions answered. Lumber Jeff, a longtime community member. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Ray. Thank you as well. Incredibly kind. Anonymous. Thank you. Damien. Thank you. Stephen. Thank you. Edward. Thank you. Lucas. Thank you. The anonymous contributions, incredibly generous. Thank you. Matthew and Pojack and, and another anonymous contribution, and another one. And Andrea donated a hundred bucks. This is incredible, guys. Isn't yes. this incredible? Yes. Jordan, thank you. 
an anonymous contribution, an anonymous contribution. Todd, thank you. Wow. Wow. Anonymous Florida man. Florida man coming through clutch with a contribution. Thank you. Fixie Clary, an anonymous contribution. Anonymous contribution. Yvette, thank you. Tiny house life. Thank you. And, and, and may I say one thing, Zach? Justin, for, thank for, you. For anybody to donate three days before Christmas, when, let's face it, they've already spent, a, as I like to say, a poop ton of money um, on <laughs> Christmas gifts and other things. That is, it, it's just, it's so heartwarming to see that. Um, you know, th- this is a conscious decision that people are making to, to, to make a donation, to help us out, to, to help the fight against cancer. And um, it, it, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it. Yeah, it is, man. Super cool. Super, super cool. All right, we'll jump back to the show here in just a second. Total nonsense. Thank you, Matthew Blecker. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, if you're not in the holiday spirit, hopefully after today's show, you absolutely are. Let's jump here to the chat, guys. Okay. OZMIB. Thank you for the for the question. How long should I wait to buy a new truck? Pops, yes. I'm going to toss this to you. <laughs> yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah, Pops, <laughs> I'm going to toss it to you. How long get the best deal to buy a new truck um your, I, I, your, your options are less than nine days from today <laughs> your options. Um, listen there 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 should be there, there there should be some deals to be had between now and the end of the year and if there are dealers out there that aren't being aggressive between now and the end of the year and those trucks continue to sit, um, at a certain point, the dealer principal is going to wake up and he's going to say to the staff, I don't care what you sell them for, sell them. Okay, because the cost of carrying that inventory is sky high. Um, you know, we know of, of dealers that are writing checks in, a, in excess of $400,000 a month to carry sitting inventory. You can't. You can't let that go on forever. So if they're not going to be aggressive now, at a certain point when they're looking at possibly going bankrupt, they might say then, geez, let's let's sell this stuff. Let's give the F&I department an opportunity to see if they can mitigate some of these losses. So I guess it's going One to depend on, on, on cash flow at some of these dealerships. One quick thing, Pops, can you check which Wi-Fi you're connected to? You are all sorts of granular. I'm connected. Brandon, is that happening yeah, happen on your end too, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that my, and I don't know why, I upgraded my Wi-Fi, and it shows that the upload speeds are like 22 megabytes instead of the proverbial 11 that it had been. I don't know. <laughs> just I don't can make sure you're connected to the right one. Just wanted to call that out. So you're saying, Dad. There should be motivation here before the end of the year to get that deal done. Brandon, do you feel similarly? I know you focus. Yeah, you talk about everything over on your channel. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so my my thing about if anyone, I got two answers for this. So one, uh, I would never, never buy a new car. Let somebody else pay your first two years depreciation and go buy a nice used car that's been taken care of. Um, but second, if you're going to buy a new car, I understand people want to buy a new car. 
no problem. I got no problem with that. Um, then the longer you wait, even, I mean, you can get a better deal at the end of this year than you're going to be able to get in February. But the longer that you can wait, um, because demand is just not there, um, interest rates, uh, even though they're saying that there's going to be some cuts next year, they're going to be at least end of next year, right? Um, so nothing's getting better in this economy um, between now and towards the end of next year. So the longer that you can wait, the more that dealers are going to be pinched, the more they're going to have to play on their floor plans, the more willing they're going to be um, to offer deals, the more these manufacturers are going to be pushed to incentivize you to buy, the more they're going to be incentivized to give you better rates. So the longer that you can wait, the better. So I see I see both sides of this. I would say buy one before the end of the new year here. Do it. You'll be happy. You'll get a damn good deal relative to what's been going on for the past few months. And if you're still in the market in March, April, May, June of next year, you're also going to be happy because like what you said, Brandon, I see the same thing. There's no sign that waiting is going to yield higher prices. Even we're starting to see some MSRP walkbacks as well from the OEM. So I wouldn't even be concerned about that. That was a concern three, four months ago. Was that, oh, well, why wait until 2024? The MSRPs are just going to go up. No, we're hearing about MSRP cutbacks going into next year now because inventory is not moving. So again, OZMIB. Buy one before the end of the year now. You're not going to overpay. You're going to pay something very fair relative to what the market has been doing. And if you do end up waiting until next year, it's going to be a good buyer's market in 2024. It's not going to be like what it was over the past year, two years. I, I want to address a comment that uh, is about the uh, GS, G-E-E-S-S -E -E says, uh, well, Brandon said prices are going to go up from tax refunds. Don't forget that doesn't hit the new market. Uh, that's just going to be your uh, 20 to $15,000 in underused market that gets hit by, by uh, tax time. Um, dealers will sell a little bit more um, as far as new vehicles are concerned, um, just because people will have some down payments, but it really doesn't affect the new market all that much. So if you're when you're talking about new cars, don't let the ebbs and flows of the used car market affect your buying decision. I would still wait as long as you can for a new car. That's my opinion. Um, I know Ray and Zach have a different opinion than that. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm specifically when I'm talking about anything tax time, it's all specific to the used car market. I am in disbelief, man. Pops, I've never seen you more grainy. <laughs> You're like blended into the uh, to the to the blinds behind you. No, we can hear you. Can okay. I, can I tell you that I checked the upload speed and it was a 22.8 megabytes per second. Okay. Um, I, I'm sitting right across from the router. I, I don't know what more I can do. Um, you know, I can't plug this computer into an ethernet ethernet cord i apologize let's do a quick checkup wow three thousand <laughs> this is really tough today three thousand seven hundred and forty three dollars have been raised for mass general cancer center so thank you everyone for your kind and thoughtful contributions again we're doing and we're so far away from our goal of ten thousand dollars so we need to get going <laughs> Oh Lord! Dude, Brandon, I need you at like I need I. You've got good energy, man. Yeah, we're trying to raise ten thousand dollars now. We'll come here to the chat real quick, and we'll acknowledge some of these incredibly thoughtful contributions. Um, Brian Moran, thank you, thank you, thank you. An anonymous gift there, Chris and Matt. Thank you. Believe in yourself up from Canada. Some anonymous contributions. Brian Coley, thank you. Um, yeah, this is just uh, incredibly humbling to see the generosity um of our community 
let me just finish going through here, guys. Anonymous, thank you. The Millen, thank you. Uh, Manny, thank you. <clears throat> Bear with me for a moment. Rico, thank you. Um, yeah, this is just so so kind, so so inspiring to see. Makes me feel incredibly proud as we head into uh, head into Christmas time. Let me pull up another comment here that we can address. We've got from Chris G saying it's happening. Uh, so when we we're talking about values of used cars going down, but it's the wholesale numbers and they won't be reflected in retail for a few more months, in my honest opinion. Yeah, you're not in your head, Brandon. You agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always going to happen on the wholesale level first. And then it's going to take a while for these dealers to realize they can't sell for what they purchased for months ahead of time. And ahead of time, whenever they bought it. And it's going to take a couple months for them to actually start to lower their prices. And two, uh, what, what we see on the new car side, and um, if, if you're just window shopping, if you're looking at stickers on cars, you're not, you're not going to see prices go down. You have to go inside and you have to talk to somebody and you're going to have to get them to actually tell you what they're selling the vehicle for. But I can almost guarantee you go to any Dodge Chrysler dealership. The second you walk in the door, they're going to be like, you're in luck because we have 10% off everything. In fact, you know what? You want to buy two, we'll sell you two for the price of one. Just just please do something. Just give us a dollar. Do you agree, Pops? I I, I say it all the time. Uh, yes. I, I They're going to ask whatever they want to ask. It's what the bottom line is that they actually are willing to sell it for. And the only way you find that out, I hate to say this, but the only way you find that out is to actually threaten them with taking one of those vehicles off their lot. Okay. And, and, and I hate to say this, especially if I'm grainy at the moment, but um, your, your, your presence is your best leverage. If you are there, literally actually in the dealership threatening to take one of these vehicles off their hands that's your greatest leverage and if you threaten or actually get up to leave any number of times and they and let's say you get up to leave three or four times and three or four times they come running after you and you threaten to leave a fifth time and they don't come chasing after you the fifth time, go back in because that fourth time you got all the money. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it just, I, it doesn't matter what they're asking. It just matters what they're willing to accept. And your presence is, and yes, I'll pay my damn Wi-Fi bill. And yes, your presence is, is, is your leverage. I, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Man, manual manual had a question and brandon i think you're the perfect person to answer this can i just go to an auction and buy a car there i don't think so nope nope you got to be a dealer you got to pay all the money to the government to be a dealer you have to go in my case i all right story time i went to raleigh north carolina yesterday and had to renew my dealer's license so from anywhere in North Carolina, if you are a dealer and you actually want to make sure that your paperwork is done right and get it the same day, you have to drive all the way to Raleigh, which is about two and a half hours from where I am, and go sit there. I got there at 10 o'clock yesterday morning. I was sitting in a waiting chair. I did not leave until 5.30 last night. Um, oh, my so, goodness. Yep. So there are lots of things that you have to do to have your uh, dealer's license, and that is one of them. And I have to do that every single year. Um, and I almost got kicked out of the DMV yesterday. So, um, because I had to argue with 
the uh, the the nice workers there about uh, some some paperwork. And uh, that's but that's that's what there's lots of hoops. You have to just all that to say there's lots of hoops you have to jump through. You have to have certain requirements. And once you get all that stuff, then you can get your dealer's license. And then after that, you have to have secure funding. You have to have bonding. You have to have insurance. You have to have a lot. You have to have a sales room. You have to have tags. You have to have uh, title work. You have to have employees that will stay on the lot at a given time. So when the inspector comes in, then you can actually appease what he wants. Um, And then at that point, then you can go to an auction. You can do the fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) After spending all that money, maybe you can save a few bucks buying directly from the auction. Wow, wow, wow. We've got here from Tori. Pops, I think this is an interesting question from you. Is the Costco auto pricing actually good? What's your take on the Costco car buying program? Well, in 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 my day, it didn't mean a thing. I mean, dealers pay Costco to be able to participate in the program. Um, so whatever that cost, they have to pay Costco. If you went to a dealer that didn't participate in the program, you'd think that dealer should be able to sell it to you for less because they didn't pay the money to be able to be in the program. Um, I don't know if it's changed in, in the last five, 10 years. Um, you know, some people swear by it. Some people don't find any real savings whatsoever. Um, so it's the only program that I know of that really works to help save you money and make your life easier is ours. Well, it's true. I haven't, even, I haven't even promoted it today. Um, I want to come here to Pojack. <clears throat> Question for both of you guys. Brandon, you can go first on this. Do you see another 2008 scenario regarding the OEMs and a government bailout? Aren't they bleeding money? My understanding is they're not, but you keep me honest here, Brandon. The manufacturers are not bleeding money. The manufacturers are not hurting right now. Right now, there is a dealer problem. There's not a manufacturer problem. When it Once it becomes a massive dealer problem, then it becomes a manufacturer problem. We're not there yet. We're getting close, especially at Jeep, um, Dodge Ram. That's, uh, that's the first, uh, the, the big warning signs. If someone's going to go under, it's going to be them, I would believe. Um, but uh, I don't see a big 2008 thing, especially if the Fed, for whatever reason they think is a good idea when prices are still as high as they are, to start to back off of interest rates next year. And if that's the case, uh, then we're just going to kick the can down the road. And then the next time this uh, recession uh, comes along, the next four to eight years, um, then we'll be having the same discussions that we're having right now. Um, so, no, I don't predict that um, because I don't think the Fed is going to allow what should naturally happen happen. That's a discussion for a different <laughs> show, probably, but that's that's my opinion. What do you think, Dad? Um, I, I don't. I don't think the economy is anywhere near um, where it was in two thousand eight, and and the reason for that is the mortgage crisis was so much greater than whatever crisis we might see in automobile lending. Um, you know, the numbers like 1.5 or 1.6 trillion in, in automobile loans, which is, seems like a lot of money. Um, but in comparison to mortgages, it's like a 10th of that. And, and that was what, destroyed the economy back in 2007, 2008, 2009. It, it was, you know, 
anybody could get a mortgage. And, yeah. and, and at least today, we are seeing some signs of banks tightening their lending standards for autos. Definitely. So I, I, don't, I don't think we're on, on the precipice of another great recession. I, 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 and if we were, I don't, I don't think that the world could recover from that. Uh, it's it, because it's too close to the last great recession. Um, you know, and there's only so many tricks that, that central banks have in their, in their, uh, tool case. So yeah, I, I, I don't think it's gonna, I, 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 I and, and just between the three of us, hmm. If the beauty of capitalism should be that if your concept works, you make money. If your concept doesn't, you lose money and go out of business. And it shouldn't be, oh, uh, they're losing money and they should go out of business, but the government's going to bail them out. I don't think the government should bail them out. They made, they made some incorrect assumptions, especially at Stellantis. Um, and, and if, if those prove so severe to cost them their company, so be it. I mean, that's just the way it should work. Let's jump right. back over to no, no, no. One, one quick. You're coming okay. back in just a second. I want to remind everyone we're trying to get to ten thousand dollars in donations, <laughs> folks, and it's soon to be fifteen thousand. We're at four thousand one hundred sixty-eight dollars contributed. We're going to go acknowledge individuals here in just a moment, but just want to remind everyone today's show. We're on for about another 15, 20 minutes. We are raising every dollar goes towards cancer research to the Cancer Center at Massachusetts General Hospital in loving memory of my mama. So please, please, please make some contributions. We appreciate, Brandon, your response to, to Pops' comments on capitalism and its great, great glory. No, it's it's good that you took a little break there because I I, I I was getting heated. So I calmed myself down a little bit. But what, what I want to say, just the gist of it is this Fed has already proven to be week. Um, so the, the Fed was in place in 2018 when we needed to actually raise rates. They started to raise rates. The market threw a fit. The administration threw a fit and they backed off of it. Even though we needed it, the Fed and administration are supposed to be completely separate and they're not. They're not. They're supposed to be and they're not. Especially this Fed right here. They're very weak and uh, they're not going to do what they need to do when they need to do it. And they're not going to let this economy tank. Uh, if there's any signs of weakening, just just them coming in and saying right now when prices are where they are, I know that inflation is coming down, and that's that's their goal, right? But um, when house prices and car prices are still where they are, they shouldn't even be. And and the stock market is at all time highs. We should not even be talking about lowering rates at this moment. And that's that it just it frustrates me so much because what you're going to end up having is what everyone is saying in the financial markets, this massive transfer of wealth. And it's because when you have these uh, these rates and you don't you don't kick these rates up when when you have prices so high, we don't need uh, leveling off of inflation. We need deflation to come in at this point because we ran so hot because they they kept their foot on the gas for so long. It's just I, I, I have zero faith in the Fed that we have right now. I hear you loud and clear. I think there's an interesting dynamic with regards to business decisions that have been made in the downstream impacts, i.e. Stellantis, they're the brand. When you mentioned Jeep or we talk about Stellantis, they're the one brand where 
kind of you can fixate on, you can say they've made a lot of really bad decisions. They've put a lot of people, their customers included, who have financed these vehicles and they're now they don't they don't hold their value as well as their peers. So there's a lot of downstream negative impacts of that. Does the Fed play a role in it? Of course. When it was money was being printed everywhere, it was easy for Stellantis to justify making investments and producing more vehicles. So they're the one brand that I'm going to be watching a lot next year to see what happens there. The thing I want to turn our attention to right now, though, we had someone match our $1,000 high-level oh contribution. Wow, Steve, wow, that's wow. an incredibly thoughtful gesture. Thank you, Steve. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's Man, that's, awesome. that's That is... Uh... You got it. I can't wait for you to show me how I, I, I make my donation. Yeah, we'll do it here live on the show, Dead, so that we can capture your $1,000 donation um, as well. So thank you, Steve. I want to actually take a minute here and just acknowledge we are, we're getting close, gang, to our $10,000 goal until Brandon bumps it back up once more. But we are getting close <laughs> to our $10,000 goal, which we really appreciate everyone being so generous around the holidays. Again, thank you. To Steve, let's scroll through a few of them here and just can you know thank our, our community. We had an anonymous contribution come through just a moment ago. Let's keep going through here, guys. Bear with me. It's, I wish there was a better system. DG Daniels, we appreciate your contribution. Steve, again, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've got here from uh, Katie. Katie Spain, thank you for the contribution to MGH. Perry Warren, thank you. Warren, excuse me, anonymous contribution here. Let's keep going. Michael Mc, uh, Mc McCamley, thank you. I think I pronounced your last name correctly. Thank you for that. Give me a second, gang. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Where is it? Got to be you another one. Can I can I say one thing? Yeah, it's amazing please. that when you're in this screen, my Wi-Fi is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that would be, but every time you go to this screen, my my Wi-Fi seems fine. No, I think it's just the picture size is smaller, so you can't tell. And, well, my Wi-Fi is dropping out again now that you switched back. I That's don't strange, get it. Man. Yes. That's yes. Strange. We've yes. got from Ashton. We've got from Hanson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From Ann. Thank you. An anonymous $100 contribution. That's incredibly kind. Um, Benjamin. Thank you. An anonymous contribution. Live, love, give. Thank you. Uh, $20 from an, an anonymous contribution. Um, yeah, this is this is incredible. Well, let me just come back down to the bottom really quick, and then we'll continue on, gentlemen. Fly Chomper Fly, it's always great seeing you. Thank you for the contribution. Dan, thank you for the contribution. ASU Mirage, thank you for the contribution. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, just so, I, I don't know about y'all, but it's, a, it's Friday, heading into a long weekend, Christmas holiday on Monday. It's just, this is like setting me up for, for happiness. Um, it brings so much joy. So much joy to see this. So thank you, everyone. Um, John says, sounds like a scam to get money. This is all donations go directly to Mass General. This is 100% set up through YouTube. They don't take any of it. There's no uh, credit card processing fees. Um, so there's no scam here, folks. We're just raising money for a really, really good cause. Can I ask you guys another question? You guys sure. can keep going? All right, well, fine. First, I'll give myself a shout out, you know, and then we'll ask a question. DG Daniels. Says kudos to Carridge. I bought a car online that I found this week on your site. Got a great low mileage vehicle. That was a trade-in for a price I can live with. Thank you and Merry Christmas. It's awesome well, seeing when we help folks out. Let's come here. So we've got from JLP. Is it even worth considering a custom order given current inventory? Pops, you have a video. I think it's been viewed like a million times. How to custom order a new car 
What's your take on this ordering versus buying something from inventory right now, given the inventory situation? Uh, if you walked into a dealership that had inventory on the lot that was even remotely close to what it is that you wanted to order, um, I believe that they would go out of their way to try and figure out how to price it so that you just buy the damn car that's there. Um, you know, what if it was, what, what, what if I made this car a thousand dollars cheaper than the car you want to order? Can you, can you overlook some of the items that you wanted that you might, and, and most people would. Um, so if, if there's something close to what you're looking to order on the lot, I would think you'd be able to get a much better deal on the vehicle that's on the lot. Yeah, I completely agree. And the only consideration for the one that's coming in would be the floor plan assistance that the dealer can pick up. But I'll tell you both this. We've been helping a customer get a GMC Yukon Denali order placed, which is an allocation system over at GMC. They haven't picked it up in six weeks. This is three GMC dealers in this one group, and they haven't been able to get it picked up. And so there's also no no guarantee that your order is going to get picked up. There are some like uh, uh, commodity constrained is what mm -hmm. they say. So the Denali package, for example, on the GMC Yukon, you just can't even get an order in right now. It's been six weeks of us waiting to get an update on if it's actually picked up, and each week it's not. And so I think there's some value to just taking advantage of what's, what's, on, the, uh, what's on the ground. Brandon, I want your take on this comment here from Brad, please. The other side of big discounts on these undesirable vehicles is that it kills the resale value of them. If someone is only going to keep the cars for a couple of years, it may be better investment to pay more for a desirable car. Huge discounts don't necessarily mean it's a great deal. What do you take of, what's your take on this? And then do you see this in the used car market as well? Well, the first problem you're saying is you're uh, equating a car to an investment. So you have to erase that from your brain um, because you're buying a car to drive it and you're paying money every year to drive this car. And uh, I mean, you just just know that that whatever whatever you're buying is going to go down in value. And I yes, a Toyota Camry is going to hold its value. Uh, better than just about anything else. A Toyota Tacoma is going to do the same thing. Um, so you can you can end up losing less money from driving a vehicle by buying one that's going to hold its value uh, for longer. But usually that also means that you're paying more for it to begin with. Now, when you're looking at a like a Toyota Tundra or a uh, a Tacoma um, versus a F one fifty then no, you're not. You're paying less for, for those than you are a, a similar um, F-150. So that's the, that, um, that's the kind of argument that you could make for a, for a Toyota when you're, when you're looking at it the way that you're looking at it, if you're thinking of it as an investment. And it's not an investment, but if you're looking at it to get more money out of it after driving it for a couple of years, then you want to go with something that, yes, is more desirable. Uh, sometimes you're paying more for it, but you can look for pockets in the in the car market where uh, where you can actually buy something that's going to hold its value, but you're even paying less for it now than what you would be uh, paying uh, for the one that's going to depreciate faster. What's your take, pops? Um, I, you know, they're they're not investments. Anybody that tells you that, that um, uh, purchasing a car is the second most expensive investment they're ever going to make. Um, You've heard me tell you this a thousand times. If I was your investment counselor and I came to you and I said, Zach, give me 50,000 today, 
I'll show you how to turn that into 20 grand in three years. <laughs> you're, 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 you're going to fire my ass. Okay. And that's what a car or a truck is. Okay. It's not an investment. It's a guaranteed loss. Unless maybe it was an Enzo Ferrar. Okay. But for the most part, they're a guaranteed loss. It just try and you just try and figure out how you can mitigate what that loss is going to be. And if you can buy something that's less desirable, but you can save several thousand dollars over the more desirable vehicle over the course of time, you're probably better off taking the, the less desirable vehicle and taking the savings up front. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, one more question. And then I want to jump back in and we can do some acknowledgements. Again, we're trying to raise $10,000 today, folks. We still have $1,000 coming from my pops at some point on the show. So we've got $1,000 coming from him. We're trying to get to $10,000. We'll check in in just a moment. We've got here from Sean. Sean D saying, any comment on the CBC News saying Kia Canada is storing cars instead of delivering them to customers to boost market allocation from their head office? Pops, I know you did some more research on this. What's the real story? What the heck happened here? Uh, I, I sent you the article yesterday. It's uh, they, they, they don't, they, they're afraid that if they show all these vehicles being sold within this calendar year, that, uh, that Kia in Korea will allocate less funds for marketing in 2024. Um, so that's allegedly what, what the concern is. Um, they're afraid they're going to lose marketing dollars next year. So they're trying not to uh, beat their number by, by too big of an amount this year. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, and then it seems to make a lot of sense to you. Yeah. Speaking of advertising, what's interesting and, and we're going to be able to see this stuff. Uh, I know uh, Zach will dig into the analytics of YouTube a little bit, but something that we yeah. we have behind the scenes is we get to see kind of what advertisers pay to put ads on our channels. And a lot of that's how we make money on YouTube. Right. So a lot of these um, advertisers, it's, it's rare for you to be able to watch a video of me bashing Ford and not get an F-150 commercial. So we're going to be able to see if the ad rates actually go down or go up as far as what these uh, manufacturers are spending um, for ads. And I'm interested to see that because as demand is not very good and they have to move vehicles, I'm wondering if they're going to increase their ad budgets to try to move more of these vehicles. But that's something that that like we'll be able to see on the back end a little bit, maybe before it gets released to the public. That's a really good point. I think you're right. We will see that. Yeah. And and I I would bet dollars to donuts that they'll raise their ad budgets and their incentive <laughs> budgets in order to get rid of the vehicles. All right, gang, let's check in, folks. We are at $6,498 raised wow. Wow. for Mass General Cancer Center in memory of my mama. Um, We're so about halfway to our goal now. <laughs> yeah, halfway to our goal of, of uh, $13,000. Thank you, Brandon. Um, we'll go through here and we'll just do some brief acknowledgments and, and an awesome, excuse me, anonymous contribution. We had Marshall donated $20. Thank you, Marshall. We appreciate that. <clears throat> Car Edge, there's our match of $1,000 that we made. Anonymous donating $20. Anonymous donating $25. Kathy Odinson, uh, thank you, Kathy, for your $20 contribution to 
to MGH. Frank, it's great to see you here, Frank. Thank you for contributing. Um, Dan, thank you. Fly Chopper Fly, thank you. So, gang, we're ending, we're coming up to the end of the show here in the next 10 minutes or so. Um, so we're at $6,500. Pops, do you want us to walk you through how to do this? Yes, let me go get my credit card. <laughs> All right, go. Please don't let him display his credit card on live TV. It's blurry enough. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I won't have him put it. You know, we won't. We won't. He won't share his screen. All right. Okay. Man, that, is, that is quite the view. <laughs> what? So, Dad, go to YouTube. We're not going to. You're not going to share your screen. We'll just walk you through it. Okay. Go to YouTube. Yeah, like in a new tab. Not in this tab. Don't don't leave this tab. No, yeah, no go to I'm Venmo. opening another tab. Go to Venmo so and type in Brandon CQA. <laughs> Stop it, Brandon. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, Dad, just put your credit card details here. Just trust me. Yeah. Just type it in the chat. Okay, so okay, I'm, in, you I'm in YouTube and I'm on Car Edge. Okay, so change from Car Edge. Do you know switch how to switch oh, account? Yeah. Yes, yeah, do you go have to Ransack? Well, you can go on Ransack. That's fine. Yeah, and then what? That's okay. So then, then find our stream. Like, go to the stream. But when you go to the stream, make sure you turn the audio off, or else we're gonna hear reverb. Okay. How do I go to the stream? Um, just go to our channel and then click on the stream. Brandon's having lunch. <laughs> I'm on our channel. Okay, so click on the live stream. I don't see it. You don't see it. Getting desperate, the car is that it? Yeah, yeah, that that, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. The one that says live, yeah. And then, what do you want me to do with the volume? Turn it off. How many people have uh, dropped out of this chat? How do I do that? Well, I don't hear anything yet, so I think you're good. Okay. Okay. Then scroll down. Do you see the live chat? My God, I'm so grainy today. <laughs> I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Now, so it says donate. Click on yeah, that. Yeah, click on donate. Yep. Uh, other. Thousand dollars. You're doing dollars. so good, Dad. What? You're doing so good. Oh, wait. That, that was, that was $10,000. That was. Uh, <laughs> uh, show my name. Oh, yeah, sure. Show my name. Continue. Confirm your donation. Yes, I'm confirming it. Um, pay with visa, and no, I want to pay with a different visa. Uh, you're doing so good, Dad. You're doing. Am so I good, really? Man. Yeah, you're doing great. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you're getting a lot of positive reinforcement from the chat. Am I? Save updates. Everyone chanting your name and saying you can do it, Ray. You I can do it. it, Ray. You can. No, I see the messages. They're all. They're all chanting it. Yeah. Yep. It's very clear. <laughs> Jackie, I love my dad too. It's. I can't believe we get to do this together. And sometimes Brandon gets to join us and hang out and be part of the family. It's very, yeah. it's very was, fun, very wholesome. I couldn't it's, think of anything that'd be more interesting than this right now, ever. <laughs> it's done. Did you see it? It's done. You did it. Yeah. No, see if it popped up. The number jumped up. $1,000. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We got it. 
There it is. Thank you, Dad. That's Thank awesome, you. man. That's yeah, awesome. buddy. It's the least I can do. Ronald, thank you. Um, anonymous, thank you. Anonymous, thank you. Sam, thank you. Anonymous, thank you. So, gang, Marshall, thank you. Between um, between Brandon, my dad, Car Edge, and myself, we contributed $3,500. And uh, the community here beat us out <laughs> donating $4,100. Um, in memory of, of uh, my mama, that's that's awesome. The goal was three thousand dollars, which was a safe goal because I was going to donate a thousand. My dad was going to donate a thousand. Our rich was going to donate a thousand. So, kind of had it in the bag. But to go above and beyond in this way, um, I don't know about y'all, but I feel I feel incredibly touched. I feel really really excited going into the holiday season. So, thank you, Brandon, for being a part of this. Thank you, Dad, and thank you, everyone, uh, for being so generous today. This is this is really awesome. Um, it is um, very touching, to say to say the least. It means uh, means the world to me, and I know it does to you, handsome. Totally does. Totally yeah. does. Brandon, thanks for being a part of this as well. It really means means a lot for you to be, you know, to you're, you're like extended family, man. So we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for letting me be here. We've already established that my son is the closest thing to a grandson that uh, that Ray gets. So. <laughs> It, uh, uh, at this not, point. No, no comment no comment on on that uh I, for neither myself or my sister i will simply share with everyone we will i don't know maybe we'll do something tomorrow pops let's see how i'm feeling we will not be on sunday we will not be on monday we'll be back on tuesday next week so everyone enjoy christmas time with your family whether you're celebrating or not enjoy the time off work for those of you that do work over the holidays, I just want to extend my appreciation. There are so many millions of people behind the scenes that keep systems running, websites going, processes happening. There are people that work on these holidays, Christmas included. So thank you to everyone that keeps everything just working. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And Brandon Pops, enjoy the upcoming holiday as well. Love the community. Love you guys. All the best, okay? Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you uh, on Boxing Day, which would be the 26th.